This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about non-human biologics. That's correct, non-human biologics. And it looks like that's the new gobbledygook word for aliens, a thing nobody wants to talk about in Congress, really. This article comes to us from NPR.com. You can't get much more mainline than that. It says, U.S. recovered non-human biologics from UFO crash sites, says former Intel official. And it's written by Vanessa Romo, Bill Chappell, dated uh, July 27, 2023. It's got a picture of the three whistleblowers here, Graves, uh, Grush, and uh, David Fravor. Uh, you, you know, these guys went under oath to say this stuff. It's hard to imagine that that they would knowingly lie about this stuff over something you know like this i don't know three military veterans testified in congress's highly anticipated hearing on the ufos wednesday including a former air force intelligence officer who claimed the u.s government has operated a secret multi-decade reverse engineering program of recovered vessels he also said the u.s has recovered non-human biologics from alleged crash sites now, there again, he's not telling us if this would just be uh, biological materials such as plants or cells or if this is actual full-blown aliens, but we'll have to believe almost, I think, that that they're saying something was flying these things. But while the topic of little green men, quote-unquote, it says, did come up, much of, the, much of the discussion centered on improving processes for reporting unidentified aerial phenomena or UAPs, you know, you kind of kind of see what they're doing here. They're laying the groundwork for the debunking already. They got to, they got to throw in the word "little green men." I wish for one time that one of these uh, journalists from a mainline publication, like a like a uh, government-funded organization such as NBR, could do serious reporting only on this and leave out the little jokes and innuendos. That'd be nice. Now it goes on, it says, the military's terms for UFOs, UAPs, right, we know this. There were also calls to remove the stigma for aviators who report UAP sightings and to ensure oversight of government programs that investigate them. Well, the government put the stigma there to begin with, with all the depersoning campaigns. So I guess they'll have to be the ones to turn this around. Retired Major, retired Major General David Grush, who went from being part of the Pentagon's Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Task Force, to becoming a whistleblower, told the House Oversight Committee's National Security Subcommittee that he had been denied access to some government UFO programs, but that he knows the exact locations of UAPs and U.S. and U.S. position. Now, I gotta say, knowing and think I know are two different things. Now, he's told us repeatedly that he hasn't seen these himself. He's basing this on you know dozens of people he's talked to. So to say that I know something and to say that I believe something 
are actually a little a little different here okay you and then it goes it has a little video you can watch here it says in response to public interest and political pressure federal military agencies have shared a trove of information about unexplained aircraft encounters but many sightings have been found to be of pedestrian origin from weather balloons to drones airborne trash and birds now this is a uh, qualitative statement they're not giving you any numbers of anything so this is this is a kind of an, an underhanded thing to do I think it's very biased first they give you the truth in response to public interest and political pressure there's been a lot of that federal and military agencies have shared a trove of information that part's not correct they've shared some information with a lot of disinformation about unexplained encounters so what we've got is not even the tip of the iceberg and then it goes on and so it sets up the straw man here okay this is this is the part you're supposed to look at well yeah there is a lot of interest in this and then it goes here not now it brings out the knives but many sightings have been found to be a pedestrian origin from weather balloons to drones airborne trash and birds that doesn't tell you how many have been have been found to be weather balloons drones trash and birds it just says many it's generalizing now at the worst that's lazy reporting okay or at the best rather that's lazy reporting at worst this is simply trying to uh, destroy the argument that there are UFOs with this with this lie that the government has given us all kinds of reasons to believe that they're not that there are not UFOs because it, they're nothing more than balloon trash drones and birds so they're generalizing they can't face it with numbers they can't come out and say okay out of these 10 sightings we were able to unequivocally prove with evidence that they were drones airborne trash and birds they can't do that there are too many unexplained sightings for these guys to even try to address what's actually going on here so they speak in generalities they set up a straw man oh there's a balloon over there where's the balloon at show it to me how many do we have why aren't we tracking these things there's trash well how often do you have big chunks of trash flying at 30,000 feet 40,000 feet if we do this should be a real concern for uh, air travelers birds I mean how big can a bird get drones don't we have laws that that control the uh, the air traffic of drones so they're setting up all these very feeble arguments to try to oppose what we already know is true, that there are UFOs. On Wednesday, Defense Department spokeswoman Susan Gao, she must have been really busy this week, issued a statement saying the Pentagon's inquiries had not turned up, quote, any verifiable information to, to substantiate claims that any programs regarding the position or reverse engineering of extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently as Associated Press reports. You know, you could have ChatGPT put that out there. Grush also alleged that the U.S. has retrieved, quote, non-human biological matter from the pilots of the crafts, adding, that was the assessment of people with direct knowledge on the UAP program I talked to that are currently still on the program. So he's saying that they've recovered pilots, that they got biological matter from pilots, these guys are probably dead, whatever they are, and that they recovered stuff from these things. Now, with what we've been through in the last three years, you would think that the public would have a right to know if the DOD or whoever has introduced uh, some kind of biological, non-human material 
that could put the world in peril again. While he refrained from sharing any further information in the public hearing, Grush offered to disclose details behind closed doors. Grush said he hasn't personally seen any alien vehicles or alien bodies and that his opinions are based on the accounts of over 40 witnesses as he interviewed over four years in his role with UAP task force. Here's the problem. If he hasn't seen it himself, okay, then we don't know for sure what's going on here. This could be a, a really uh, detailed, limited hangout, or false flag, if you will, where he's just, he's the victim. He's the scapegoat. He's the guy they put out there, they feed all the stuff into, and then they set up a big deal where he tells them to go find this spaceship, kind of like Geraldo in Capone Safe, and they get there and there's nothing there, and then he looks like an idiot, and then they can spend the next six months or six years saying, look, this is all, this is all crazy talk. This guy, you know, he had a mental breakdown or whatever. There are no UFOs. Could be that. He says, my testimony is based on information I have been given by individuals with a long-standing track record of legitimacy and service to this country, many of whom also shared compelling evidence in the form of photography, official documentation, and classified oral testimony, Grush said, adding that the trove of evidence has been intentionally kept secret from Congress. Several times during the hearing, Grush deflected lawmakers' questions, saying he could only elaborate in a skiff. That's a sensitive compartmental information facility, basically a steel box you have to go into. Those instances include when he was asked if the government has had any contact with aliens and whether anyone had been murdered to cover up information about extraterrestrial technology. Grush said he couldn't comment. I've talked about it here before about the whole, the, you know, the wet weather. Uh, Theory and that was a supposedly a CIA term, I think, for when somebody is is uh, killed because they're considered a security risk regarding UFO information. Remember, I pointed out that I made a little podcast about that and and uh, cloned it up on YouTube before I took them all down. And uh, YouTube got really, really angry about that, threatened to kick me off the platform and everything else. Not that that would be much of a loss. The former intelligence officer also told the panel that he and several other colleagues have been the targets of administrative terrorism and that he has at times feared for his life since coming forward. Administrative terrorism. That's interesting. I, I think harassment might have been a better word there. I mean, he's still got all of his body parts. His family's still alive, as far as I know. Quote, it was very brutal and very unfortunate. Some of the tactics they used to hurt me both professionally and personally, he said, adding that there is currently an open investigation into this matter. Good luck with that. It goes on and says, UAP sightings are not rare or isolated. The subcommittee also heard testimony from former Navy pilot Ryan Graves and retired commander David Fravor about their alleged encounters with the aircraft of an unexplained origin. Graves recounted an incident with a flying object off the coast of Virginia Beach in 2014 while flying an F-15. He said he came up, he said he came upon an aircraft that looked like a dark gray or black cube inside of a clear sphere that he estimated to be 15 feet in diameter and unlike any aircraft he has ever seen. Grave claimed the UAP could remain stationary despite hurricane force winds. He told lawmakers that his squadron submitted a safety report at the time but that he received no official acknowledgement of the incident. According to the former pilot, UAP encounters in that region were not rare or isolated. And that's, I think they're talking down there around San Diego, around uh, was Catalina Island. There's a lot of weird stuff down there. 
Graves has since founded Americans for Safe Aerospace, a group that supports a group that supports aviators who have reported UAPs. He stated that the objects that are reportedly being seen by military and commercial jets are performing maneuvers that are unexplainable due to our current understanding of our technologies. He added, if everyone could see the sensor and video data I witnessed, our national conversation would change. Wow. And then it finishes up here. It says, incredible technology unlike anything we've seen. Retired Navy Commander David Fravor offered the panel his own area account of UAP encounter that was captured on a video in 2004 and released to the public in 2020. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Fravor described being flabbergasted when he and three other service members saw a white tic-tac-shaped object flying flying object emerge over the San Diego coast in California. As he and the other pilots tried to get closer to the mysterious craft, it rapidly accelerated and disappeared right in front of our aircraft, leaving no detectable turbulence. The technology that we faced was far superior than anything that we had, Ferber said. I'm not a UFO fanatic, but what we saw with, our, with the four sets of eyes, we have nothing close to it. It was incredible technology. Fravor said it was several years before any official followed up on the extraordinary events of the day, and even then, he added, nothing was done. The highly anticipated hearing was open to the public. People waited for hours to secure a spot for the hearing. A 22-year-old from New York City who asked to remain anonymous due to the stigma and still, that still protested on the subject told NPR he made plans to attend, knowing that it's something that could be a historic moment. From an overfloored room with about a hundred other enthralled spectators, he watched as Grush Graves and Fravor, men with long careers in the military, share their experiences. Out of context, he said, their stories sound fantastical, but given the credentials of all three witnesses, he said, it's he said he's a believer. And he wasn't the only one. There was definitely a gasp, and everyone was definitely a little bit shocked, he said, when Grush was talking about non-human biologics. There was a similar response when Grush later touched on the personal retaliation he suffered, according to the man. The hearing is the latest push by Congress to pressure intelligence agencies for transparency about UAPs, arguing that they're a matter of national security. Well, they're more than a matter of national security, they're a matter of personal freedom. Because if these guys are allowed to get a hold of this stuff and manipulate and control it to the point where they are in charge of all this UFO material, or even possibly knowledge beyond what we have with the help of these non-human biologics we're all in a lot of trouble grush graves and fravor echoed similar sentiments saying they would like to see a safe and transparent centralized reporting system the men added that they are hopeful the public discourse is a first step toward eliminating the stigma around reports of uaps to encourage others to come forward Graves, the ex-Navy pilot, estimated that only about 5% of UAP sightings are reported to the Old Domain Anomaly Resolution Office and the Office of Director of National Intelligence. Quote, I, ur I urge us to put aside stigma and address the security and safety issue that this topic represents, Graves said. If UAP are foreign drones, it is, urgent it is an urgent national security problem. If it is something else, it is an issue for science. In either case, unidentified objects are a concern for flight safety. The American people deserve to know what is happening in our skies. It is long overdue. Well, it says then, it says, since it was formed last summer, the Old Domain Anomaly Research Office has received 366 reports of UAPs, and I expect nothing to be done with them. This hearing was good for a few things. It gets people talking about it, and maybe, if nothing else, it will do something uh, to... to uh, stop the depersoning. You have three uh, career military people 
And of course, you know, we in this country have been conditioned to respect, adore, and even uh, do a little bit of hero worship when it comes to these uh, kind of guys, fighter pilots, guys that are on the front lines. And it's going to be a lot harder for the deep state to call these guys crazy or mistaken or whatever. They are the best of the best that you could get for an expert witness, I guess you could say. And they all have these two of them with eyewitness accounts. And one of them here says, hey, I've been in the belly of the beast and this is what I found. So where this ends up at, we don't know, but it's something at least. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. 